everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerds in the City. I am Ricky, and here I'm with <laughs> Tony and Nick. No, Nick. no, no tag name today. Yeah. It just says Nick. Nicodemus. 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 Nickelodeon. Nick at Night. Nickelodeon. I like that. Nickelodeon. You gotta use that next next week. Nickelodeon. Next week is Nickelodeon. Next, next week is Nickelodeon. That's why I feel a little loopy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how was your guys' week? Good. Good. If uh, it was chill, it was a more relaxed weekend than the previous weekends. That That's we true, had. man. We've been pretty like, oh, we got to do this. Oh, we got to see this. Yeah, oh. last week we went. We, well, it was like a. Even though it was like a movie marathon, like we were watching a movie almost every other day last week. What's funny is I saw a movie, a marathon, but just one movie. This week. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of tired, but uh, we're gonna. I'm surprised you didn't this. go today. I was very close. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. Maybe we'll see. But anyway, guys, so we're gonna talk about some news, some you know topics that we could talk about. So today, Netflix, they announced a big one. Magic the Gathering anime TV show on Netflix. How do we feel about this? Also, they're, they're, it's also involved with the Russo brothers. So the guys who made Captain America Winter Soldier, Infinity War, Infinity War Endgame. Endgame, Deadly Class. All, These guys are all attached to it, but they're not writing; they're just producing. They're it. just producing it, so. which I, I they have a good eye for transitioning comic books to to on screen. Well, this to, is different, isn't it? Yeah, I it's mean, animated. It's animation. Yeah, it's, it's like, anime, which is going to give them more leeway. Yeah, because it's like when you do when you do anything transitioning from like uh, comic book to live action, you have the limitations of like stories. story. Story you could do animated, but like, um, like how you know how you when you're watching like fights, when there's live action, you're like, oh, that looks so unreal. It's like it doesn't because you're having human characters, just like hand to hand combat. But I feel like when you do animated, you could emphasize more and you could push those limits even further when it comes to combat and everything like that. No, oh, yeah, and like, it's this is the one thing. So when I worked at the uh. Coliseum of Comics, which is a comic book story if you're listening for the first time. But uh, <laughs> the Magic the Gathering universe has always been very intriguing. Like, if you like D&D or if you like that type of fantasy, I mean, Magic the Gathering is that thing. So it's just, it's kind of cool that they're bringing that universe to something more than a card game. So I, I never played it, though. Yeah, and that's so, the thing. That's the thing that... Which, I mean, it's a very. Ex- I know I've heard a- of. Okay, so this is my experience. Just sorry, because so this is like my introduction to the whole thing. Because uh, for me, I've heard of it. I, I mean, I've seen the cards before this, but what I really felt like I introduced what the depth of it was was in a South Park episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, and the thing is, from what I understand, because I've asked, I even asked Ricky, was that an accurate depiction of how that is? And he goes, "Yeah." So it, you know. So that's what this is a part that I'm like I'm wondering how the show's gonna be, because it's so based on the game. It seems like there's so much intricacy to certain things you can do, limitations to weapons, all these different things. Are they gonna bring that kind of detail to like the anime? Is it gonna kind of be like a, a Full Metal Alchemist, where Ooh. it's a magic? It's almost like a a, a a superpower, but it's a science at the same time. 
No, I mean, so the the game is usually around like these plane walkers. So the yeah. whole world, there's these like five people or more that are powerful, and they team up like a, like a and they go like and, a guild, like a guild, yeah. So I think they're going to focus on like the main ones. That's your Jace, your all the other ones. I don't know. I forget the rest, but so I think they're going to focus on those characters because those are like those those are your Pikachu's. Those are your, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these are your mascots, your of, standards of, yeah. of uh, and Magic I think it's I think like you said, Tony. I think it's very interesting. It's going to be an anime or animation because they could do whatever. Yeah, we don't have. To, they don't have do limit. Or what happens if it's gonna be like, because uh, Magic the Gathering? Imagine if it's like Digimon, like they just take like regular people and they just transport them to this world. And it they, could be that because technically, they could because when, when you play the Magic the Gathering, you're a planeswalker. You yeah. as a character, as the player, is a planeswalker. And you're just teaming up with these people. So yeah, they so could do it that way. It's like role playing to the, to yeah. the max, which is great. Right, so since we're on this discussion, and mm-hmm. since. They have the trading card going into an anime. Now, how do we feel about, like, the video game going into live action, like The Witcher? So, that's coming out on Netflix, and that just finished. Uh, they just wrapped up. They just wrapped up. Yeah, so. so Well, we got it. The only issue that we have with that is the thing that befalls every single video game adaptation. The, what is it called? The video game curse? Yeah. Like, the fact that... They, supposedly, I was watching a video today about about, like, there's never... Ever since uh, Mario Brothers, there's always been some kind of issue with every video game adaptation. Even the even the ones that were mildly okay still were never considered good or great. But this is a TV show. Even yeah. well, yeah. But what t- right. other whether adaptation for a video game TV ever, show? I don't know if we ever had a a, what? a, game a live to, action video game adaptation. Yeah, live action video game series. Live action? I don't think we. Dude, I know they've gone from from video game to cartoon. Yeah, video game. Yeah, but not. Yeah, but what what falls with video games? It depends on the video game also because like Mario Brothers, like you suggested, Mario Brothers was a straightforward save the princess. There was no story building. Like The Witcher has story building because you're playing a character and you have to right. go through town to town and to make decisions. Yeah. And that what that's what's the cause of it, like because Mario Bros is very linear. You go from the beginning to end. Witcher is like you could go wherever you want. And that decides the game's gonna fall at the end automatically. The ending's mm-hmm. always gonna be where you end up to, but the path you take is different. Almost like Fallout. I could see Fallout as a movie or yeah. a TV show because they could do whatever they want. With yeah, that they, world. They, they'd just be like, oh, this is you're in like how they did not seven, uh, 76 was in Boston. I think it was. No, no, no. Boston was, was uh, a previous four. four. Yeah. So with, like you end up wake up in Boston like post-apocalyptic and you could just travel and do whatever you want to. Or like Silent Hill did the same thing. It was similar, it was horror, but I feel like with video games transition it depends on the game and how they story tell cuz that's the biggest thing for us is like how they you tell the story, character building, how the like how you could visually take it from a video game and adapt it to a movie. That's that's one thing I'm like, it depends on the... So here's my thing about that, what you're saying. The thing is, the Witcher, they're following the main character. I forget. I don't know his... Gerald? Is that his name? I'll look at a boy. Yeah, oh, it's terrible. I'm sorry, Witcher fans. But he's played by Henry Cavill. Which is a big which actor. Which is a big actor. But also, like... So, for, instance, for example, Fallout. You could be a brand new character in this universe. 
and no one will be judging because they just want to see things that are in the game. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they want to see the man. Geralt, yes. But Geralt, he has a huge fan following. And like if Henry Cavill plays him wrong, this is going to fail. Yeah. I just it's just, this, just it's always a risky move. I mean, with when it comes to movies and stuff like that, like I realize that. I mean, and and for example, I played uh, World of Warcraft limitedly, like I would say for a couple months, you know, whatever. But even I kind of felt offended when I watched that one movie adaptation of it. So like, uh, I mean, and it's I, so it was, funny because I have a friend who she loved it. She was like, yeah, that she was loved War- the movie. She was like, that's Warcraft one. What did people expect? <laughs> well, no, what I mean, honestly, I was yeah. more upset with the, I felt like they, they dropped the ball with the acting, like the animated actors, animated, uh, uh, uh characters were perfect. Yeah. They, they look, but great. the human actors were horrible. How is that possible? Yeah. Like, <laughs> sounds like something today that we're going to talk uh-huh. about later. Uh-huh. Anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> Continue. but, um, for the character thing, uh, the other thing that's go- that Netflix is doing is like an animated show to a live action. So they're doing like Avatar The Last Airbender and Cowboy Bebop. Now, is it going to be like those two adaptation of uh, Bleach and... Um... No, it's going to be a TV. Uh, it's going to be a series, not a movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which I didn't watch Bleach. So, yeah. You didn't watch the Bleach one? I didn't watch the Bleach. Either. It's... Well, those weren't... So, so those weren't directly made by... Netflix, they were yeah. already out like in Japan. Which Netflix just picked them up. Picked them up. Oh, this, so this, this these is are like, made by Netflix. Oh, these are like hand picked and made yes. written through the Netflix. Yeah. So like engine Avatar: The Last Emmeter, like the creators of the show is actually involved, which okay. is one of my top like ten. Oh yeah, no anime. I'm watch. I'm rewatching it right now actually. And it's which one? The first one. Or first the... one right now. I'm going in order. And, and then Takora. I'm gonna try. You know, I I know you guys get mad at me. I just have to get another chance, but I couldn't get into Korra. I started oh, I watching. I would. I love the Airbend, the, the original one. But then when I got into Korra, I was like, I don't know, something about it just didn't sit as much, sit as well with me. That's fair. I know. I, I had, had friends that had that too. That issue yeah. transitioning because everybody loved Aang, and they were like, right. "Oh, I want to get that that chemistry that he had with everybody else, plus a storytelling embedded into that." And people were like, "I'm just not feeling it." They watched the first, and I had other people that loved it. Well, I mean, I, I'll say it like this, and I knew why I didn't like it. It wasn't one of just like. Random is with when it comes to story of Aang, it wasn't just Aang because I, 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 you know, you could always change characters and, and I could still enjoy it, but it's the um, the depth or the weight of everything that was going on. Obviously, his, his, uh, who he represented and everything that happened had a lot of weight into this all out battle royale, whatever. That's what it felt like from the beginning, but with Korra, I just felt like it's just kind of this girl just like going through this world and that's it's, that's why know, i felt it, like the story changed for me it's i mean the story did change just because like she was already an avatar she was already yeah so that's yeah, it like, wasn't really a war going on like the first series and also it was hard to watch because when the Korra originally came out like that thing was on nickelodeon like nicktoons mm-hmm. so you needed to have like a special deal on cable to get it <laughs> and then they went to the website only and then people forgot it was still going on yeah. So there's just a lot of things that like a lot of people, but going back to the conversation, no, like, no, of course, go ahead. I know people, people are scared because of the M night Shyamalan disaster. Oh, and they, well, you can't be scared of that. I mean, I don't I mean, exactly. I, was I, M night Shyamalan somebody who considered himself the biggest fan? I don't think he was. And he wasn't really known for that kind of storyline. So it's, it's great that he took it on, but it's, 
not necessarily a story that that was in in his ballpark. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that it didn't work was more anticipation than rather than you know surprise. It yeah. should have been. And I am. I mean, one of my favorite shows of all time is Cowboy Bebop, and they oh. this the pressure I feel Netflix has. But they have a good cast though. From the, like ca- the, the cast, cast is, is okay. Good. The thing, the only thing I, I like about Netflix right. is because okay, my my issue with Hollywood, and obviously because I follow all the movies and stuff like that, there's gonna be changes. There always is changes, which is not a bad thing all the time. But the problem is what the motivation of the changes. With Netflix, that I'm happy about is it feels like Netflix is more about changing to adapt uh, one story to another to fit live action, rather than the Hollywood change, which is what can sell more. Right. And Netflix, I think yeah. they just, hey, you want to put a show? All right, cool. Put it out. They don't really, after that, they pretty much just leave people alone. That's what it feels like. Yeah. But, yeah, that's pretty much true. But the thing with Netflix is that it was like, oh, we could do eleven an 11 episode show for you, which is 11 hours to, to build character building and story mm-hmm. building, world building. Instead of when Hollywood, you like, you have max two hours. Yeah, and how are you gonna do Avatar: the Last Airbender in two hours? In two hours, hours. you can't. That's... If we would have, if they would have stretched it, be like, oh, we'll give you a three movie deal. I could see him yeah. slow pacing uh, it and building know, it. But you can, I think. The, okay, so, all right, so I recently got into, and I probably mentioned one of these other episodes, but I recently got into the whole, uh, um, uh, what was that? That HBO special, the Tales from the Crypt, right? And these are half hour, probably less than half hour episodes. And they were able to establish story arc backgrounds. I actually cared for most of the characters and what happened to them. And I actually got invested in the little story that they created in half an hour. So that if it's done well, it but could That's still be a TV show. We're talking about full length. No, no, no. I understand what you're yeah. saying. I'm just saying that you're right. I don't think it was handled correctly. But in two hours, if you do it well, I don't think it could probably give it the what it deserves but i think it could have been better it still could have been achieved to a certain degree yeah but the only thing i would have with that what tells the crypt falls in the same thing with me with black mirror yeah. black mirror are one hour maybe 45 minute episodes yeah they're one off and, and they're one offs the thing with those is that they don't have a established fan base to, so so you're like how like how to each rules, episode to each episode because nothing's everything's original content like yeah. tales of the crypt is like somebody yeah. wrote it here we're, we're we're talking about transitioning from like anime. no 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 and, and i think that's that's the struggle that hollywood is having with it is yeah. like how you i completely agree it's like what what storyline out of this whole like 20 episodes out of this whole like franchise can we sell on yeah and and I completely and I'm like that's why I love long form. I love TV shows more than movies most times because I want to grow with the character. I want to grow with the world and everything. Else and that's a good that. thing. I think Cowboy Bebop could be like a Black Mirror, could be like a Tales of the Crypt because in the anime, every episode was meant for you to you could watch one episode, and then the next episode is I love those. totally different. Yeah, and a different genre even. Like oh, one time this is gonna be an action pack. The next episode is gonna be a comedy. The next one's horror. That's why it's one of the greatest shows of all time. (laughs) By far one of the greatest animes. But um, they're also bringing back uh, Dark Crystal. Oh, the... the, Did you watch the trailer? Yeah. I felt like... Those those things look awesome. But I felt like they tried to keep the original look of the characters, which I love that. I mean, they could have just gone straight... CGI or whatever, but they yeah. actually felt like they were practical and practical better. puppets and stuff like God, that. The so. things that were in that trailer was like that. 
looks CGI, but it's definitely not. That's you gotta love so, something like that. We gotta have faith in Netflix, and also I think look at all the shows we just named. Like they are doing their best. They're like, yeah, Disney Plus is coming out, but we're gonna get we're still marquee. In here. Yeah, like titans. Like we're, we're in the precipice of like the eye of the storm when it comes to because we we grew up with TV shows were just you know little little budget things, and we'd watch it you know on the weekend or whatever. But then the big budget movies come on the weekends, where whatever, right? But I feel like we're transitioning where it's like. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, all these different streaming networks, they're not trying to come out with something you can watch randomly or like while you're eating dinner. They're trying to come out with high quality, big production things that is to a certain point starting to become comparable to movies. Because there's some movies that go in the theater that, trust me, I'd rather be watching a Netflix movie, Wish was in the theater. I got a question for you guys. Agreed. Before we move on to my next topic, um, so how do you guys feel? Because so this week Swamp Thing came out at the DC Universe. Swamp Thing, great show. I think everyone should check it out. But um, they only release one episode a week. How do you guys feel about Netflix releasing all the episodes in one season or once a week? I mean, I think that's old TV. I mean, I maybe I can understand that you're trying to. I, you're trying to build anticipation, yeah. but I think that I don't know. I just I don't I think, think people want that anymore. I agree. I think I think these other streaming services need to release the whole season it because did, it, it's just not. I understand. It's a building of anticipation. Yeah, but I also but, I understand but why? that they don't okay, want, at this point. But here's this, the thing. this is the reason why they don't want people like DC Universe, CBS. They don't want people to get the free trial. And everyone bench this show in one week and then cancel. Yeah. Because I get it. <laughs> but they do they have a lot of original shows right now? They have, well, DC Universe has three, well, four. Yeah. They have so, four original shows, but right now they're getting a lot. You're getting all their comic library almost. No, getting, no, which is a plus part. But yeah. I'm sorry, uh, in the aspect of being like, we're going to release one a week is good for them because it keeps people anticipating and keeping right. them there. Like how you said, like, no, right. oh, I just don't think that binge that's, that's the way it works. Like, I just feel like things are changing now and it's okay. So I can understand that being old TV, but most people don't like watching it like that way. They want to binge watch the whole thing because I, trust me, I'm the kind of person who would stop watching one of my favorite shows for months I haven't watched almost any of my favorite shows in, in in six months or more. Why? Because I want to watch it all in bulk. Now I feel like I'm literally just waiting for, for everything to drop on Netflix so I can watch the whole thing at once because I don't like that. I don't like watching something. You give me on a cliffhanger for no reason and then I have to wait for the next week. Nah, just I want to see the whole thing. I'm excited. I'm, I'm invested. Show me the whole thing because otherwise you're just telling me that based on your theory, based on that, the anticipation thing, that the ending's not going to be enough for me to want to come back for the next season. That's true. Yeah. I mean, All it's right. working with Netflix, but I, I, I get it. Netflix it is totally different because they have, they just release things because so it, fast and, and they have so it, much it, things content that they could pull yeah, from. I totally here. get that, but well, it's not only Netflix that does it. Amazon does it. Hulu yeah, does but it. Yeah, that's the thing that DC are, Universe is only pulling from Hulu DC. Hulu does not do it. Hulu's Originals comes out once a week. Which yeah. ones? Like um, uh, Runaways, the, oh, it's only once a week. Yep, yep. and know. then uh, the the Handmaiden yeah. Tales comes out once a week. Oh, I thought those were because they were from TV. No, like no, TV no, 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 they're no. exclusives. Shut Eye too, when yeah. it was out, they only came once a week. They only show it. Yeah. So I guess it's because they have so much content that people could pull full seasons. 
Yeah. All that you once. Know, that's that, why I think Netflix. Uh, but if they come it, with the original, like we're gonna keep it, like how you said, like old TV form. Like we'll give you one episode a week, every you Monday know, night or whatever it is. So okay, I don't know too much about it, just because I, I only know based on what I seen growing up. But like for example, soap operas. I find this interesting because I remember talking to somebody, I think my mother or somebody, and so she told me soap operas are like they're predetermined ended shows. Like, what do you mean they're predetermined? It's like, basically, like, a soap opera come out, like, not soap opera, a novella. This is Spanish soap opera. Spa- Spanish soap opera, <laughs> whatever, yeah. right? So, they predetermine in the sense of, like, okay, this is only going to be a one-season, two-season oh, yeah. novella. Yeah. And then they, yeah, that yeah, might come up with a different episode every single day or yeah. even some of them once a week. But it predetermined. So, I, they, I loved it in the sense because I felt like the stories were... Complete. Complete. And then yeah. you, the reason that the whole anticipation thing is again is old TV where it's that's like that's true though. Else have been doing this for years. <laughs> like, yeah, they just come in with like like my mom goes like, oh, you watch the show. When does it come back? She's like, it doesn't. Yeah, they just made it for one show, like 20, 25 episodes, and it was like one a month two. showing every day. Yeah, at the same time. And, I mean, I used to watch this with my grandma yeah. or my mom. I mean, exactly. and, and that's and yeah. and that's what I like about. I know we spoke about it, but. We, before we get uh, jump to the next topic, it's like Lost. Yeah, we talked about them. Like the writers said, we're doing this for seven season. Yeah, no it. more, no less. I love the fact that when they when they take a story, they're like we're doing this story, whatever it is, two seasons long, and I'm gonna give you the best quality of content for those two seasons, so you have a beginning, middle, and end with it. Not like some shows that drag on for the next four or five seasons when they should died. Supernatural. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Supernatural. <laughs> It's so weird because I love that show, and I agree with I'm you. Kidding. It There's was no. Tons of fans. We talked about I'm not it. No, it's just funny. I am I'm one sorry. of the biggest supernatural fans there is, and I agree oh, with you. Yeah, the, the show was designed to end in five seasons, but and it's sad because it's almost like, what the hell else can we do? But I keep on watching it because I still invest in every episode. But um, damn, I was gonna, and I lost thought process, and I just. Marika goes supernatural. He goes, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> All right, guys. So some video game news. We're not going to talk about them because there's a lot. Um, so pretty much, wow. if, if you guys are into video games, you're going to be hearing tons of it this month because E3 is in like a week from now. So we'll talk about like the big re- releases, big news coming out because I'm sure we're going to have a lot to say. But for right now. We're just going to chill and move on. <laughs> um, the last thing we I want to talk about is just Indiana Jones 5. Um, it's starting production, uh, I think, this week. And uh, it starts filming next year. Uh, <laughs> Harrison Ford came out last week and he's like, I don't want anyone to play Indiana Jones after me. That character dies with me. How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> I love it. I agree. I Yeah, he's well, indie. I mean, he's indie. I mean, I don't know. I think any uh, see, but this this is why okay. I, I have nothing against it, but it's just like I have nothing against the idea. That's fine. I agree. You played indie wonderfully over the years, but it, that's why I, you gotta love like let's say something like uh in uh, um uh 007, right, dude, like you or Doctor Who, all these different characters. It's like you can reprise a role with a new actor and give it a new life. And for the next future, the next thing. So to just say that, no, nobody else can play it. I mean, I, I maybe you might hold but, it so sacred that you don't want anybody that's to the thing. Like, it, I don't but. see Indiana Jones like that type of like James Bond. Like, I don't. 
It's funny because I, I remember I was like, I never see anybody playing like Han Solo. And then in Han Solo, someone played him and he played him pretty well. But. Yeah, but actually, out of all stories. And we did have a young Indiana Jones already. Like, we did have someone. Show. Yeah, we did have Well, someone. think about this too is that Indiana Jones actually is just like 007. Technically, the yeah, stories are one offs. Every story is kind of like a one off. Well, yeah. So it, no, that's just like, it goes in time. It goes in order. Not really. Yes, really. They don't, do they really reference one after the other? Well, no. Temple of Doom was a prequel. Yeah, was a prequel. Yes, yeah. Lost Ark is mm-hmm. like the new mm-hmm. one. The one after that talks about you know. I just don't feel like they Ark. run into like. Yeah, I, just, I feel like I could watch any of them. Some of the skull and not be lost. The, I feel like I could watch. They go out of space. Well, they don't <laughs> yeah. I feel like the, I, go, I feel like every and... individual Indiana Jones movie can be played, and I don't feel like I'm lost. It's, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, yes, they are good single movies, but I, I don't know. I agree with him. I don't think back was it back a couple years back when they were talking about Bradley Cooper playing, and I was like, that was perfect. I thought that he had that kind of look, that kind, of, and I could see him playing that kind of character where he can play the ruggedly handsome role, and then he can also play the kind of goofy, funny role, like. That's what Indiana Jones was. He was this character who can be a, you know, an intelligent figure, a, a you know, a ruggedly handsome character or kind of a, a funny jokester. I mean, he was able to kind of transition through all those things and you still loved him for it. And that's what they brought to the screen. And I don't know. I feel like these characters, like the same thing with uh, um, um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean... I hope this next movie does does explain, and I probably mentioned it last time, does explanation of why they use that face for every single, you know, Terminator. But you're telling me that once Arnold Schwarzenegger passes away, they should never, ever be somebody else to reprise that role? Yeah. I mean, but why? <laughs> because Arnold is Arnold. He made it, man. I know. I, I, I'm all for, you know, making individual movies, you know, new movies, not having to reprise all these films, but... Some of these movies, I mean, I mean, it's to the point now that they're just gonna like CGI his face over it, like they did in that one movie, Salvation. So yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But I just feel like if you, there's certain movies that I understand if you bring it to this generation. I mean, Indiana, I mean, Terminator, not so much because we've had a bunch of it. This is this is supposed to be like a fix-all movie, but Indiana Jones bringing it to this this generation would be wonderful. Well, so, no, this is the thing. I just want it to end. Why does it have to be something that keeps on going? I get it. There's a lot of money. Involved, That's not about but money. They should just end it. They should just like, all right, this is his last story. They should have just ended it. Yeah, two movies ago. <laughs> two Rise, movies ago, which is two Rise movies. Of, yeah, Rising Machine. No, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm like, yo, did you I'm just? About, you know, yeah, Terminator should end it at T two, but at T two. Yeah, T two, yeah, T yeah. three yeah. was, was one of the best movies of all time. T three, so. I was giving, I was hoping for something out of it. I was I a fan. I was a fan of the actor who played. T three uh, has uh, its moments. It does. It has its moments. Well, I was a fan of the actor who played John Connor. When he did Carnival, that old TV, that, that TV oh, show was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I remember. But yeah, all, he, he played such Iceman. a weak <laughs> character for John Connor, though. I think he was Iceman. No, he wasn't Iceman. He was no, he was an Iceman. He was no. Anyway, so yeah, that's our discussions. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna go to the movies. So we'll be right back. <laughs> This was a week I waited for a very long time. <laughs> I almost got these days off work. Good thing I did. But let's talk about the movie we saw this week. All right. So 
Let me get into this. So before I get into anything, let me. I want to bring up uh, two trailers I got to watch this week. Um, I actually got to enjoy. I mean, it just as far as I, the best thing in the world for me is watching those trailers. It's just you don't know what to anticipate. You have that kind of feeling like, man, what is this gonna bring? Man, is it gonna be as good as I hope it is? So one thing I I, I review a lot and I like is scary movies. So you have an, and one of my biggest directors when it comes to that is Guillermo del Toro. I love his vision with stuff. So we have a new one coming out called Scary Movies to Tell in the Dark. So when I heard that, like you guys have mentioned, it sounded like a Goosebumps or kind of like a, yeah. one of these kind of like it was anthologies when you basically are just like little stories that are all, all these little mini stories in one movie. That's what I thought it was going to be, which they're not bad. It's just, you know, they're not most legendary movies you see out there. So I was a little worried about that. But when I saw the trailer, it was pleasantly surprised because I thought it opened up such a an ability to do crazy things. Because every movie is every even horror movies are restricted to their story, right? So in this one, basically the storyline is these kids find this book and the book has these stories and it happens to have the same the, the, the characters in these individual stories have the same name as people they know. But for some reason, what happens is when they read the stories, those characters, those people that they know with a similar name or the same name, uh, experience that scene. So they're real life stories that seem to come up based on those characters. So it's kind of stories, but it's meant to happen in that real world, the, the world they're living in. So it's not something they're just reading and not being a part of. And the, what I love about that is because you can basically make any story you want. You can put one story of vampire, one story of zombie, one story is werewolf, and they're all in this in the this same world that these kids are dealing with, and they're trying to figure out how to fix everything. But they're not writing that though, right? No, from the from the, the book is basically it's, coming it's, up with these stories on its own. Yeah, on its own. But I just like the fact that they figured out a way to kind of open up the story structure of it, because obviously, if you if you put a movie and you said it was zombies in the movie that that happened. You're restricted to any rules that might happen in a zombie type movie. Yeah. So the so this, fact this is giving a, like a limitless option. Kind of. Where to go. But the funny thing I w- I liked was about the trailer is that you're like, how did it? How did it know its na- their names? I think it has to do with the kids reading it. Like the whole thing is, is that it's probably going to be explained. That's what. That's why I love horror movies. That's because horror movies. I don't know for me have some of the most interesting stories in them. As far as how to explain what's going on. Like the backstory is my favorite part. The backstory review in most horror movies is my favorite part. So I can't wait for this one. Um, the other trailer that I got to watch this week was Rambo. Now, how do you guys feel about this? Because I have mentioned it to you guys. It didn't feel like a Rambo movie. It didn't. It felt, it felt it's like old man old Rambo. Ma- old man Rambo. It felt like Logan. Oh. <laughs> old <Yeah>. man Rambo. <laughs> like I... It, from what it looked like, it's it looks like a what was that one with Denzel Washington? The uh, Equalizer. The Equalizer. Like he just came in. That's how it, the story came out. Like he just came in and was at, probably at a wrong place, wrong time, mm-hmm. and they're looking for him now. Like an old cowboy trying to hang up his gun and then have it. To pick yeah, it up they're like, him. oh, you don't know my skills. But which is <laughs> so it's like taken. Yeah, pretty much. And it's so weird because I feel like, I mean, not that every movie has to follow structure. I mean, you could change it as long as it's interesting. But it just felt like every, every, uh, every Rambo movie always has something to do with kind of like 
jungle and military. Yeah. So this was weird. Overseas. If you haven't watched the trailer yet, it's it's kind of like Home set based. in a seems yeah, it seems set in a farm. And he does seem to like go somewhere like some kind of third world country, piss somebody off, and then all of a sudden they go he goes back to the farm and they're coming after him type thing. Um and again, it's nothing wrong with going off, but let me give you an example. Now the Crystal Skull. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. I felt it was so weird. I mean, yeah, they, you could you could pick apart a lot of little different things about the movie, but the part that really felt weird to me was that it didn't have every Indiana Jones movie always had some kind of relic, religious, or Nazi based storyline in it. Like artifacts. Exactly. So this one literally was completely away from all that, and that's where it felt it sci fi. It didn't feel like a true Indiana Jones movie, so that's why I'm hoping, as good as maybe Rambo might be, you might walk off feeling like, man, I feel cheated because it wasn't a Rambo movie. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that one. So and, we shall see. It was I was worrisome at that watch. I'm like, uh, I'll I'll watch <laughs> it just because I remember it's a movie. <laughs> I, it's not only because it's a movie, but I'm a Rambo fan from First Blood, mm-hmm. and. Which, I like the last one, the last Rambo one. Okay, which, so that's another thing too. In the first Rambo movie, was he was at, at fault, right? Or he had like he was at like a soldier who had PTSD or something. Right? Yeah, that's what he. They well, were, it was. It's whatever they call people from Vietnam. I forgot what it's called. Shell shock. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. He had shell shock. PTSD, which which is yeah, shell shock the at the thing. time. Yeah. Yeah. So he was at wrong in that one. Was he the villain? That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to remember. No, the, wasn't he captured? In the first one, some cops roughed him up. I watched it. Like it's been a while since I watched it. I don't, I've seen so many movies in between. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> right now. I always get that one confused with like the third one or something. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we definitely gotta check that out. That's gonna be on the list of the movies. Um, so definitely something to check out. So uh, before I get to the actual movie that we got to watch this week, I wanted to tell you guys about the theater that I got to invite, uh, got to experience it in. So. I lucked out. I've done this for years. Uh, I don't know if anybody here has done these, but I got to go as a screening to watch this movie. Screening ba- basically is like studios put out these movies for critics, but since they're going to screen the movie anyways for these critics, they might as well invite normal people. So a lot of times, you know, you can check Twitter accounts, Facebook, stuff like that. They give out these tickets for normal people to come out and check it out. Now, if you've never been to one of these, one thing I'll tell you is you have to go early because it's first come, first serve. And this particular theater is a is a big um, move. Like they, they basically, this, this is where you're going to see most of the screenings. Because they, they, they conduct most of the screenings through this theater. It's the AMC um, Altamont Theater. So just like most AMC theaters, if, you, if you've been here around the Central Florida area, it's got a, you know, big open space, the bar, the, you know, the whole popcorn stand. It's not as big as something like the one at Disney Springs, but it's big. It's comfortable. Seats are comfortable. And it's fun to watch movies there. So the movie I got to watch Wait, this how one. How many Nicky ratings do you give the theater? How many Nicky's do I give the theater? What's the theater's name? AMC and okay. Ultimate 18. Ultimate. Ultimate 18 AMC. It's yeah. at Waterford, right? Mm-mm. No, you're it, thinking about oh, literally no, Waterford. It's, it's Altamont. Altamont. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it, it, the mall, right? Yeah, it's it's in the name. <laughs> yeah, it's in the. It's in, I, I, I always forget. <laughs> it's in the shopping center. Um, how many Nickies do you give it? I mean, it's good. I mean, I I enjoy watching so movies. Like three, a solid three. 
It's yeah, AMC. I have no complaint. It's, it's AMC. Hey, it's listen. AMC. I, me and my wife got the AMC A-list uh, pass, so, movie pass. <laughs> we were talking about it. She's like, we go to the movies way too much. I'm like, well, let's get the AMC because there's oh, AMC right next to our house. And that's we got it. We got it uh, Sunday before Nikki goes into the movie. We got it Sunday. We went to watch Godzilla. And while we were waiting before Godzilla starts, we was like, let's see what other movies we can watch Tuesday. She's like... Let's go see Ma on Tuesday. I was like, all right. So tomorrow, <laughs> Tuesday. Fair enough. And I'm over here stuck paying for every ticket. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, felt, I thought about getting that too, but maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. The only reason I'm a little hesitant is because I definitely want to experience different theaters outside of AMC. So, like, and also one of my favorite theaters still to this day is the one in South Trace. Just because it's super you should, comfortable. You should talk to them if they have a movie pass option <laughs> can you imagine just deal with it hey listen if talk i give you this much a month talk to the manager in, you're like yeah or just talk like, to we'll, a we'll, really shady we'll rate your taker. empanadas and everything <laughs> toast tonus <laughs> all right all right so let's get to this movie because ricky's really excited just announced the movie that i got to watch this week was godzilla and the screening on tuesday what did you just say godzilla king of the monsters godzilla king of the monsters I honestly, I mean, I've I've read other people's reviews, and I honestly do not understand them. In a sense, hey, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but I loved it, man. I just the whole movie, I felt like a little little kid, man. I was just like, that's beautiful. Oh my god, look how amazing that is. Oh, that's great. Oh, I love that the you know the the human aspect has a better intrinsic story to what to directly affect the monsters as opposed to just leading them to random spots. I loved everything. I enjoyed it, and the biggest critique that I've heard. Is like, oh, the, well, you don't have in-depth storylines with the actors. And I'm like, because I didn't care. No, we I did just not. wanted to see monsters <laughs> fight. Yes. And that's, that's, that they gave me a lot of that. And I was super happy for it. What do you think when you see, when you say Godzilla, king of the monsters, it's not a love story that you're trying to <laughs> imp, uh, uh, imply in there. No, you're trying to get the king of the monsters. Yeah. Ricky. All right. <laughs> As we all know, I'm a super diehard fan. I could name you all the kaiju. I could all the movies. I pretty much uh, own all of them. This was great. <laughs> it was. This was such a. If you put in a one of the Japanese movies and you put on this, it was like perfect in that way. Yes, the movie has its faults, and I will go over them. But I thought they nailed it, man. I thought. I thought the... The kaiju aspect they nailed. Yes. Yeah, so the Godzilla, the main kaiju. So it was Godzilla, Rodan, King Ghidorah, and, and Mothra. They did awesome with them. Yes. They all had their man. moments. Yes. It was like, it what literally was, it. and I, I've heard this in a lot of reviews. They were literally like Avenger moments with these guys. Like they all had moments that they stole the movie. Yeah. Mothra, she was great. They showed how beautiful she is. And yeah. They, they were like... She's the queen of the, you know, queen of the Godzilla. Monsters. Always a cool character. Always the man. You could tell King Ghidorah, they would show that this guy is no joke. And this is why he's like the villain. Yeah. And Rodan. Yeah, he was a little punk, but they still showed him do awesome. Like he used he, to star scream. He was. <laughs> um, he had his moments when he, when he, he's when he was introduced, when he was introduced into his part of the, yeah. part of the movie. And he, I thought they were amazing. Like I, I literally loved everything. And the thing is, I I don't know, man. It just 
I, I kept on t- every time there was these these moments in the screen, and I'm just like, I can literally cut this thing out, man. This is beautiful. Make a poster. And the, yeah, it was gorgeous. Yeah, the, man. Show, the some of the shots were great. The score, oh, the score. Oh, you love the score. Oh, the music of this movie was so good. <laughs> they added like little things to like from the original. Yeah, right? the homages. Like they had the original Godzilla themes. Every time they showed Mothra, they had like a little Mothra. They never said I, it, but they, you could hear the. Ha, 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 and they made I never us noticed say that. it. Yeah, like you could like that's some, well that's that's a coming super from a tr- fan. That's yeah. a super yeah. fan, a true fan. So every time they show Mothra, you hear the. <laughs> like, oh my god! And Rick is like, Mother Russia. I don't, don't, uh, spoil. That's why no, no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's in the it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer when he comes out of the water. Yeah. During that time, I swear I teared up like hard, hard because the music in that scene just ah, oh, beautiful moment. But I would say that there's some problems that I'm gonna go with like. The main dude of this movie is terrible. Terrible in what aspect? So I forgot. It's not the actor's name. It's not his fault. It's just this guy. And like his storyline or his, his arc? No, it's it like bad? his arc. No. So, all right. This guy comes in. They use him. He's like, he created this device with his wife. But it's like he knows everything. It's like he's like. Oh, I know what you say. He's Superman like, or like, like he walks Captain in, he America. Like he fully, he's fully in charge. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm coming in here. Yeah, we shouldn't do that because that seems so. like a bad idea. I was like, I so basically, so. the only ask, I mean, and I in that part I get, but I just didn't, I guess I didn't care as much that they should have established his background so that it justifies him. Or he sh- they doing shouldn't that stuff. have him in every scene. He was in every scene. It's like but that's that guy does not need to be there. I get him out of here. <laughs> don't you don't you notice that it, it, in movies now? It's like you can't have. A movie based on specific characters that are non-human. They they we have to push a human through it. That the whole and Sonic that's fine. They, thing. they could push I, a human because all the other humans were decent. Yeah, but this guy was just annoying. I, no, I didn't like the I didn't like the mom. And well, well yeah, there was a reason. I, but that was that. there that's... was a re- the mom. You were at one point you were supposed to be like that terrible lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, but it's it's just the, the transition from where she started to where she. T- to the transition, right. to the transition back to another transition. <laughs> it's like make up your mind. And woman. that's and you're that, like unclear where you wanted to go the whole time. And that's time. the main problem. This is where I see reviews. The writing of this is weak. We yes. all have to admit it. Yeah. The writing of the movie is terrible. Yeah. I, I, but it's, it's difficult. Okay, so the writing is terrible. Hold on. But like we all said, it's a Godzilla film. There's never been really a, a story film that had good writing with Godzilla. With Godzilla. With, from, well, they weren't trying to. They didn't the give first a, one. They the weren't trying one. to make the characters themselves anything like relevant. They were just plot devices to push to to bring out. And I think out. that's what pissed people off is like, oh, they're plot devices. But I would say this. I mean, and this is where I'm. I agree with you. Certain things. There were certain things that were just a little weird, like the part where there was a person telling their situation or what their opinion was, and they were they had a video montage that followed along with it. I'm yeah. like, where the fuck? Sorry, sorry. Where did that come from? Like. What did they put? Like, like did yeah, this exactly. person have this ready to explain exactly. their point of and view? And that's like, what a lot of people were like, okay. <laughs> that would I give, but I, it's not enough to just make me like. Exactly. That. Like, at, and this is a thing, like, critics, reviewers, we're not reviewers anytime. We're, we're fans. Yeah. yeah we're, we're, they got to understand that, like, 
a lot of people, this is their first movie. Like, they're not going to know that this was connected to Kong Skull Island. Connected to... The first Godzilla. The first Godzilla. Like, yeah. people... I'm sorry, but people are dumb. Some people don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it's... You know, they have to do this. You have to remind... And they're getting us hyped for the next movie, which is Kong versus, versus Godzilla. Godzilla. And they're like, okay, we don't want to show Kong, so we'll show them clips and we'll talk about Skull Island. And they, they so, throw the names out there. Exactly. So I agree, Dick. I don't... I'm totally with the, their decision of doing that stuff. But I could also see where critics were like, that's lazy or that's... Because it kind of is. No, yeah. it was. I actually... Yeah. The one thing I thought was I loved about it was because I felt like even when I saw the first Godzilla, I'm like... The size that they were they were trying to make the Godzilla was to the point where why would humans what what effect would humans have to these people these beasts to begin with? So that's why I loved in this one there was actually you know something that actually directly affected everything where it directly you know affected their actions or, or what they're gonna do as opposed to just waving a treat in front of them for them to follow. So I. I mean, when it comes to story, I love that part. Maybe no, that's true. I do like that everything is explained. Like, they explained what happens after a kaiju destroys a city. They explain why King Ghidorah's name is King. They yeah. explain so many things that they did not need to explain. And I love that. There's, like, a lot of detail in it that they threw in. It was, like, freaking genius. It was smart. No, yeah, like, they, like... They, they were smart in one aspect of, like, explaining backstory of the kaijus and this King Ghidorah, but then at the same time they were bad at the other end of writing it, and the, tra- the, thing, the transitioning dir- from like scene characters. to scenes or the characters. I think the director the- knew what he wanted to do with the monsters, but like, I don't think he knew exactly how to put the human part into. And it. like it's almost that's like that's usually the balance in movies where yeah. it's like you focus on one so much, somebody, somebody, something else feels like it's it didn't get any attention. Because the mon- the the monster parts are so good, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, they are amazing, man. Good. I like, mean, what, how do you what do you oh, think would be so. if they they made the movie? They just cut out all like parts of the the human aspect of it out of it and just kept all the monsters. Well, then they it won't it won't it, it, it won't it, it won't, won't be sense. good. It won't make it sense. won't connect. No, it won't, it won't connect. Yeah. And I think that's what it felt like. I think they they. From I'm like, oh, what happened if they just originally had, like, this is what I want Godzilla to be at. This is what I want King Ghidorah and, like, how to transition that. And they filled in those spots right. with with uh, the story aspect. The, the videos. But, yeah, and, the, and everything yeah. else. And then they were like, how can we connect this on? Because you, I talked about to Nick, when they're transitioning anything big that is not human related, like a love story, romance, whatever, there has to be an uh, emotional trail from right. beginning to end, a human emotional trail that has to track the movie. And there was. They tried to do No, that's what they did. Movie, and yeah. they, they tried to... It it wasn't forced to the point that it, it it was like, oh, there's a huge like love story in this movie. Or a huge... I mean, like, this is like a family movie. That's what they yeah. tried to make it. it was a, like, it was an emotional... Yeah. Like, the first was it? The I first movie, movie 2014, right was more of like, the dad wants to get back home to his kids yeah. he lost his dad and this one's more of a family like going through things yeah so it's interesting what the next one's gonna be yeah uh, but you know uh, there's also reviews that say like 
the actors felt like they weren't into it. And I think that's a lie too, because I think the two of the Asian actors were fantastic. Uh, Ken Watanabe and uh, the girl, I never remember her name, but she was in like Crunchy Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I think I love her backstory. Yeah. Those guys were great. <laughs> I thought they were acting great. And the, the funny guy in the movie, like, yeah, he had corny lines, but sometimes he was pretty funny. Oh, the guy from uh, 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 Parks and Rec? Sir, no, or, not Parks and Rec. Silicon, Silicon Valley. Silicon, I like them. Yes. So I just, it's just, it's just, I only have a problem with that one dude because I think it, I, they I, put him in too much and they made a big deal Zang about Zang Ziying? Ziying? Yes. Zang Zi or yeah. I forget her name, but she's great. Well, all I'm going to say is this. I, I, the one thing I, I don't think I have said in, not necessarily maybe reviews in the podcast, but reviews I've done in other things. Just go out and enjoy it. Don't yeah. overthink it. Just enjoy it. And because, you know, something, no matter what, even some of the worst movies are enjoyable if you just go there just to enjoy it. Like, if you don't try to th- overthink or be super critical, you just, hey, I'm just going to watch it and see what they give me. Just for the entertainment factor. Exactly. I and think. You're wa- exactly. You're watching a Godzilla movie. Like, and you're going to be entertained. Oh, yes. you're going you're gonna to go out there and like. Go, I recommend going to the loudest theater. <laughs> uh, the, IMAX the, the one with the best sounding quality whatever highly oh recommend my. it yes it is now that you see that now I want to go watch it again so I can hear those yeah. little Dude, nuances it's great it is great <laughs> the score is amazing the All movie's right. great I, I was, love it. I thought movie. it was enjo- I thought it was great I thought it was enjoyable I mean obviously even even if you want to downplay what other critics have said yeah they might have some validity, but I guess it was to the point where I it was so good on one end, I really didn't care the other end. It just sucks. The, the thing that got us us bit is because the reviews were so bad that like the movie bar- barely beat Aladdin this week for number one. Yeah, but it, you know what? It got forty nine million. I don't know why. When it comes to, to kids like, movies, I think kids movies are difficult to range. At yeah, the but same this movie level. was projected to be like high up there, but because of the reviews, people yeah. didn't go. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I think that's And that's why I don't horrible. listen to reviews. I listen to the re- re- reviews after I watch the movie. Yeah. Because then, um, then at that you point... You go in I, with the review in your head. Yeah, I, I create my own review. Well, and then I go bounce off what people said. And yeah. most time, most time I'm like, I don't agree with this. It, I do agree with that point. Yeah. It was so upsetting because Nick and I, we follow the same review guy, uh, Chris Suckerman. So, if, you know, shout out to Chris Suckerman. <laughs> <laughs> but... This is the one review I totally disagreed with him. I even like disliked the video. I was like, "How dare you!" <laughs> wow. How da- Did you comment? I didn't comment, no. But I was just like, "Man, you're not." And he's like, oh, "I'm a long time Godzilla fan, dude." No, you're not, <laughs> because if you did, wow, you would appreciate what the heck happened. And I get it. He's you know, these guys are they see you, they're big time movie buffs. We're not. I mean. I know, not, look, I know what he's looking for. Not, yeah, but. we don't make movies. I mean, yeah. we we don't work. Well, he's trying to make movies, and he knows how to film a movie and things like that. So I he's get looking, that he's looking for things that sometimes we're not looking for. Exactly. I guess, like, and, and like I said, I'm not trying to discredit anybody who I get where their their right. kids is coming from, but it it's almost to the point where it really didn't affect me. It didn't affect my judgment just because I enjoyed the other parts so much more that. That part didn't really bother me. Yeah. So it's it's not really saying anybody's lying about it. It's just I I didn't care. <laughs> so what would you give it as a Nikki score? All right, a Nikki. We're gonna go there. We're gonna go with the Nikki's. I'll be honest with you, a four. 
Four? Four. So I'm going to be biased. Uh, uh, so my biased opinion, I'm giving it a 4.5. Yeah. But I think as a movie, I'll give it a three. If I wasn't such a diehard fan of Godzilla, I'll probably give it a three. You think so? And yeah. and I fall in between you guys. I'd be honest. Three, I'm not a diehard Godzilla, Godzilla fan. I, I, give I, it never wa- I really didn't grow up watching the movies. And I, I just, walked out I, that movie in It's awe. funny because I want to defend it, but I see it. I know it's flaws. Like, I know yeah. what people are saying. Yeah, but, but just because you see them, you got to really kind of give But does it fall why. into the aspect if it's a great movie that just has minor things that you would adjust? Yeah. So it would be a four. Be a four. I mean, all right, fine. So are you considering it just Five a good... Be- or are you considering it just a good movie to only watch once? Because it can't be Falls the Three because you well, watch it three the thing. times. Like, I don't know... Well, you watch it I'm more than to, once because to, you're How does it make you feel yeah, when you I'm walk out the theater? I'm trying to put it if I wasn't such a fan. Like, I was going to give this movie probably a 4.5 anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to see it like, okay, if I didn't know about this, like, let's say, let's say if I, if I had a girlfriend, I took my girlfriend and she was, didn't care about Godzilla. What would she think? Honestly, she'd probably be excited about the Kaiju stuff. Yeah. But the human part was pretty bad. But you know what? It I, was, I, man. Mine's, mine's like, <laughs> before we get into more discussion, but, mine's is a three and a half, 3.5. Yeah. It falls above a, that it's did, an average did, movie. Did Valerie like it? His, she, lo- right, she loved yeah. it. She was like, yo, this is amazing. She, she, and what's the funny thing is, is that she loved the Kaiju aspect. So I, of course. Other than anything else, she goes like, "Yo, he was beautiful. Yeah, Mothra every, was amazing. It's so funny because every girl scene, that was in there was like, Mothra was the best, and she the, was. The she action was scene with with uh, Rodan, yeah, and and all the other monsters. I'm not gonna say who they bought and how they battled. Well, she loved that. She's like, oh my god, she loved it. So it was. But that's what I'm saying is I'm going in with that same thing where it's just like I wasn't a big fan of Godzilla. I didn't watch the movies like that growing up. And that's I walked out of this movie in awe, and yeah, you could you could pick apart the the characters, but like there's certain things when you, it's how you feel when you walk out of a movie. That's how I'll be honest with you. This is how I critique, and I'm going to critique every movie that I watch. How do I feel watching a movie? Don't get me wrong, my feeling is not gonna be the same as everybody else's, but I know how I felt about this movie, and I I just felt great. I felt happy. I felt for, for like oh my god, I I just was in awe. I felt like a little kid. And that's why I give it a four. Now, if thing is, a person watches in there and he goes in there, well, I don't like the way the actor's, you know, skill or the story. That's great, but I'm sorry. I walked away feeling great watching this movie. And I hope that when I watch it again or watch it again after that, or I buy it on DVD, IMAX, or like, you know, Blu-ray or something when I can watch it, my TV's enough resolution that I can enjoy it the same way I did in the theater. Yeah, Yeah. but what with with I fall where I fall different with you is that I go in with just the entertainment aspect of it. Yeah. And if I like the movie, I'm like, oh, this is a great movie because I'm off the high of how it ended. My rating comes in the next day or after where mm. I sit back and reflect. I'm like, all right, these were things I didn't like about it because right when it comes out, like what, right when the movie ends, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's a great movie. That's what I said when I watched it. After yeah. when me and my wife were like, oh, it was an amazing movie. Now I'm like, oh, it wasn't amazing. <laughs> because I was just off the high of like the whole battle scenes and everything mm. how it ended, but I'm like, wow, it's really a good movie. You it's, know, what? it's it's above average that I won't go to the theater to watch it twice. Mm-hmm. But it was enough to me to be like, if it comes out, you I'll... mean you won't watch it two times in one day? Like I, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you know what? Okay, so let me just say this part. Think about any movie you grew up with. Everything you, like you watched as a kid, 
And do you really remember, man, that storyline wasn't as detailed as I liked it. Or that guy's acting wasn't as good. No, you just remember the things that you loved about it. And those are the things that you keep. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, so that that is what I give it. You know, I heard, I agree with you what you, what you guys give it. Uh, so that's my review this week, the movies in Central Florida. All right. Next week, we'll, uh, Dark Phoenix is next week, so we'll probably have a review for that. All right, so we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Tony, what's in the city, man? What, are we, what did you do? Uh, I actually went to this retro Jap- Japanese. You went to it before. I, yes. It's called Susuru. Susuru. It's in, uh, by Player One. It's in Vineland and... Like LFA and like, yeah, like I four and violent. Yeah, it's kind of by the the downtown dis. Oh, sorry, Disney Springs area. Disney Springs. Where Player One is, so yeah, you know where Player One one's is. Like right next three to it. stories down. But I the only reason I went to it is because of you, because I I was yeah. uh you were out one night. I think we were trying to get you up to hang out, and you posted photos like, oh, I'm at this restaurant, and I was like. I have to go to that spot. <laughs> the place is great. So I went with my wife, and she was like, "Where are we going?" I'm like. I don't know this place. Like I'm like it's called Susuru, but we have to go. That place was amazing. It's good, man. It was really good. Like they had a special going on at that time. It was a like it's called the chicken naban, which was like br- uh, braised chicken with like naban tartar sauce with soy ugh, and their roasted corn. Amazing. I did post if you haven't seen it. I did post pictures of the foods I ate. At our Instagram, but oh, uh, you have to go. So it's really cool. So you go in, and it looks like a, I don't know, it looks like a market. Like, it, like imagine going to, you know how I look at it. If you watch Naruto when he goes to the ramen place to eat and yes, sit down, yes. Imagine like him going there, but just expand it to like a storefront. Yeah. And they have like little, and when you come in the inside, they have like little trinkets of Japanese toys. And like older, uh, like I think he had uh, Ultraman, was it? Yeah, they had like Super Sentai mask, so like Power Ranger mask. Yeah, they had and they so have many a drink. Cool co- and, and at that weekend, this weekend that just passed, because Godzilla was out, they had the Godzilla special, which is a Godzilla, like uh, elixir vodka sake drink, which uh, with a little Godzilla toy, and it was half off because of Godzilla. So you movie. got a drink or liquid beverage with alcohol in it that's named Godzilla. Yes. yes. It's a Godzilla drink and it comes with a little tiny Godzilla. Godzilla. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even consider it if I was like it just it feels like that's I'm, it. It's over. As soon as I got there I am like, oh oh yep. Take I'll take one. I'll it, take one. It, I will admit that drink is pretty expensive without it's like fourteen dollars. Yeah. But it, it was good. It was so really, like and they I have like Astro something that's named Godzilla is pretty much the end of my night. Yeah it is. And there's but, an Astro Boy mule. Yeah. So they come with a little Astro Boy figure. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, if you haven't gone, go. I haven't tried the ramen. The ramen's great. That's I, what I, I get. I, you got the ramen. I only yeah. had their mini bowls, their skewers, their dessert, which was, uh, it was like a tiramisu. Yeah. Which was amazing. But if I had to go, oh, well, for my Nikki score on this one, <laughs> I give it a five. Oh, wow. It was amazing. Wow. I would go, I would go again. Five, five. It was. A, it See, was. I would give it a four because both times I had. First time was great. Second time, 
had a little problem with the service. But then the third time was okay. Is it mostly like sushi or? They have no sushi. It's all Japanese cuisine. It's like. Uh, Isn't sushi? I'm sorry. No, it is. But it's, it's like uh, they have like a sushi lot of. maybe? No? No. No, they have Nothing. like a lot of like. Skewers. They have a lot of skewers. Skewers okay. or grab things. And then they have ramen. So okay. it's almost like um, if you want to think about it, it's it's finger foods. A lot of finger foods and mini bowls. So it's like small portion of foods that they'll provide for you. Because mm. it was like it was like a rice bowl. A mini rice was like four bucks, which was amazing. But it was like part of like the size of your palm of your hand, like just a tiny bit with everything on it, like pork braised, ribs, everything. But it's yeah. like very small portions that they give you. But that was my place that I went to. Um, and this week coming up that we're going to, yeah, well, we're there's a couple a, things. We're going to an event, guys. Yeah, before that event, uh, I'll oh, be hitting party up. dress on that. Yeah, I know. I'll be going to the <laughs> Indie Monicon meetup, yeah. which is going to have one of the associate professors from the UCF talking about any indie games. If you guys want to check out, it's at the Orlando uh, Orlando Library, main library in downtown. But what we're really looking forward to, it is the uh, Ogonku Overdrive concert coming up this weekend, Saturday, at uh, Geek Easy. So they have about like six people playing. They have uh, IQ, Ben Briggs, Mark with AC, Geekapella, which is like acapella geek band, yeah. uh, Under Polaris, Jackson, uh Party, uh, DJ Joe, and Mag Lowe playing. So, Kent is the one that's organizing it. So, we're going to get there. We're going to try to get in, get into contact with some of the artists, interview them, probably take some photos. It's going to be fun. If you guys haven't got your tickets, get them. It's at the Geek Easy this Saturday. How do you guys feel yeah, about that? We're going to see some nerdcore music. Do you like nerdcore music? Yeah, it's nerd pretty core. good. It's some good stuff. So Especially when they're like... I was like, I know that song. And yeah. they remix it. <laughs> it's like, that's from Mega Man 10. <laughs> oh, Mega Man, Mega Man is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Mega artist. Mega Man. Yeah, he's going to be there? No, he's Oh, not. I thought he was. I was like, holy crap. He, no, no. He was He was in the last performance. He was at last year's, and he performed recently. He oh, was I at, uh, when I went to Madison Square Garden, he did the song for freaking, for one of the shows I went to. So, uh, <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So, yeah. that's pretty much our week. Yeah, so it's keeping it, keep yeah, it yeah. easy and simple. So next week we're gonna talk about the Ogaku Overdrive. Overdrive. I'm, wearing also, I'm actually wearing a shirt today. <laughs> Say yeah. it correct, Ricky. Sorry. <laughs> and then we're gonna talk about uh, some other things. So uh, please, guys, uh, subscribe and uh, check us out at all our podcast platforms. So we have Spotify, iTunes, or iPod Podcasting, whatever that button is uh stitcher podbean and also follow our social media at twitter facebook and instagram all right guys thanks for joining us in nerds and city and we'll see you next week peace Peace. later